Charlie, Char, Charman, Char. Oh, sorry, I did not see you come in. It is me once again, Artemis Underhill, practicing some of the words that I can find extremely difficult, especially when you listen to people like Lee Fistel. You know what I mean? And where were we when we last left? Oh, hmm. Hmm. No, no, it wasn't there. Oh, yes! Finally, our intrepid adventurers have a quest to retrieve the Lawmaster's staff. They must journey far into Thelden and retrieve it from the last man's spire. This, my friends, is where the interesting events begin to happen. Who do they make friends with? What enemies do they create? What choices will they make in order to retrieve the staff and complete their quest? Well, looks like we're in for a fine adventure again. Let's listen and see what happens. You guys traveled for the rest of the day deep into the mountainside. You had a comfortable ride all the way. Your dragon tail swishing in the wind. Every now and then you'd hear the annoying sound of singing coming from somewhere. You, you think you know where, but you're not, not entirely sure. Probably from Leaf's direction. As he every now and then just unsheathed his little dagger. And then, and then made sure he had his real dagger on his side. Um, as we proceed through the forest, on the second day of your adventure, you finally stop again. The night air is cool and refreshing. You haven't seen anybody on your journey just yet. You're in a quite remote area of the mountains. On the horizon, you can see what looks to be a small town, but you've you've chose to stop and rest before you proceed as the hunters um, of the shadows are a little bit to the east. So you've stopped at a small glade. You've prepared your things. The horses have already... You've noticed some weird things about these horses. They kind of, the moment you get off them, they just go do their own thing and they're very organized and they come back to you the moment you need them again. They're video game horses. They're probably better than video game horses, let's be honest. Roach. <laughs> no, nope, Roach is where to be found. <laughs> you you stop for the night. Cornelius uh, starts flicking through books in his bag. Uh, Leaf is stood over to one side of the glade, uh, talking what seems to be to himself, but you've realised he has a bit of a routine of talking to his book um, throughout the day. And Chalidris is cooking what looks to be a nice uh, load of sausages with a bit of bread. Man's meal, lads. <laughs> sausages and bread. It's all you need. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> As the teenage boy just continues reading through the books, flicking through. Night quickly draws close um, and it's... You've got into a decent routine of deciding. Well, it's not really deciding. You have like a small squabble over who's going to be on watch first and who's going to watch after that. So, my gentlemen friends, who's going on watch this evening? The owl. Yeah, we could do it that way if you want. Sorted. Night. See you later. I'm going to sleep. I roll over. I'm going. To sleep. I'm, where's my bed? Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of nowhere. You don't have a bed. Do I have a rucksack? 
you have a bedroll. Oh, I got a bedroll? Right, well, wherever I'm... You'll be sleeping just here, a little bit away from everybody else, as the other two are kind of sat around the fire currently. Brilliant, I lay down in bed. You lay down in bed. You lay down in bed. That's Tasmanian for you. What of the? I've you never heard of this Tasmania. <laughs> How does that owl even work, uh, Cornelius? He is an owl. What else do you need to know? He communicates with me telepathically. It's cool and stuff. I, I, I turn my head over. I open my eyes, turn over, and go, "Come on, man! You've never met a telepath? Not to my knowledge." I roll back to bed. <laughs> you, are, you are some help, uh, Leaf. Appreciate the input. The night um, continues, and for the first time, Leaf had a decent idea of letting the owl go on watch. As you all roll over, do you all go to sleep straight away? Is Leaf eating in his sleep as well? <laughs> well you, hear, you hear chobbled chobbled nuts or something like crunches coming from over in his bed. My sausages aren't good enough for you. What? Half elf. You didn't offer me any sausages. Sausages were a free-for-all, mate. I got a midnight snacking problem. <laughs> so your drinking problem. Well, my drinking problems is a completely separate issue. However, you weren't supposed to hear that. That was said under my breath. <laughs> After a very bizarre set of events between the half elf and the draconian, you all you all drift off to sleep. Mm. Leave you to it, kid. Yep. Night. <laughs> about about <laughs> halfway, about a couple hours into the night, Cornelius, you get a. A sense of uncertainty creeping into the back of your mind um, as you hear the word um, intruder be projected into your mind by that that comforting noise of the owl. Intruder! I wake up and I look around. I'll get you to make a perception check for me. Uh, 20. You look around and in the cluster of trees just across from the campsite, you see... What looks to be three women. Leaves seem to fly around them and collect around them and spiral through the air. As you feel that there is no wind in the air, though. Uh, I just carefully watch them and slowly wake Charlie just awake. <laughs> Why him over me? It's <laughs> a clear reason for that. Charlie, you feel a bit of a uh, a little bit of a nudging sensation in the top of your head, uh, as you can feel a, a small foot almost kicking you in the top of your in the top. Um, as you wake up and you you see a a pale white Cornelius staring into the direction of the forest where you see these three women. Uh, there's three women in the forest. At, in the middle of the night, that doesn't seem like a good sign to you, does it? Oh, good. Are they attractive women? They've got flies uh, around them, so probably not. They've got flies leaves. Or, leaves. They've oh, got leaves. leaves around them. Uh, kid, can your uh, can your owl get a little closer to them? See what they're uh, see what they're all about. Yep. Can I get Benedict to go have a look a closer look? Yep. Uh, Benedict Owlabatch, uh hops up and flies over. Um, the wind seems to grow stronger as he flies above them, 
Um, and he seems to struggle for a second before he, he sits back down. And that familiar, soft, whimsical voice in your head once again goes, Well, that wind's a bit f- Apparently the wind's a bit f- So, in my expert opinion, it sounds, you have there. sounds like they're magical in my expert opinion. Mm. Opinion. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the three girls, as you watch, they seem to almost dance between the trees. Um, their motion is very fluid, um, and it doesn't look like there's any resistance in the world to them. Trees almost bend slightly around them to let them pass by. Um, as they dance and continue to saunter off through the trees. So they don't notice us at all? Um, make a perception check. Six. Six? Um, you don't fully know if they're aware. You do see every now and then one of them looks over, but you're not quite sure if that just is a coincidence that they're looking towards you or if they actually know of your presence. I'm probably going to have to jump out of bed and call out to them. What are you? Who are you? What are you doing here? I wake up. I wake up, Leaf. While we do that, <laughs> <laughs> Leaf suddenly gets shook awake, uh, very violently. I just kick him. That seems like the just fastest kick him. way. Yep. What the f- wizard? What could possibly cause you to kick me in the middle of the night? Women with wind powers that are like a seven point five out of ten. Oh, you can tell your age. This happens all the time in the city. Random 7.8 women. And you're causing an issue out of it. I just roll back over. As you roll back over, you see a leaf um, gen- gently waft through the windless night and land perfectly on your nose. I I sneeze. Achoo! Okay. It flies up into the air and it lands perfectly again, balanced perfectly on your nose. The thing that you should uh, you should note, Leaf, at, at this point in time, we are not in the city. If you're used to this in the city, we are at a crossroads in the middle of a in a hollow in the middle of the forest. So, all right, a all right, attention would be uh, would be appreciated. I all right. I turn around to look where the 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 three random women are. You look over and once again you see these 7.8s. In your opinion, you could probably go for an 8.6, really. But you see these three women now almost shocked and and stepping closer to the edge of the forest, looking over at the three of you, um, hiding behind trees, trying to get a closer look. Um, the, The leaves are still making their way around their bodies, around their forms. Well, they're not normal women, are they? Obviously. I've if already ma- called out to them and they haven't responded. Why wouldn't you wake me up and say there's weird, witchy, weirdo women with flying leaves floating around them? Not, oh, hey, there's some random women in the, the <coughs> forest. Like I said Jesus, wind and you, leaves and... you got to be more specific, guys. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm pulling, out, I'm pulling out my book. Once again, our hangover isn't your fault. Please... Let's just try and be helpful. <laughs> it is when you wake me up at what it. There's no sunlight, so it's well before time for me to be getting up. Is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Dawn. Dawn is what we regularly call it. I pull out my book 
and I, I begin flicking through, looking for a, uh, just scanning for words that describe what I'm seeing or any sort of pictures or anything like that. Sure. Make a nature check with advantage. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Yeah. Nine. Um, you, you see, all you see is the word dryad. Dryad. And then every right. time you go to read the rest of the sentence, the book, like, scribbles itself out a bit and, like, goes very blurry. You, you kind of change the page, you go back to it, it goes perfect for a second and scribbles out again. I grab my book by both halves of it, kind of hold it up in the air and go, look, I know you're tired, I'm tired too, but I need the information that's on the page. Please, book, just please. What, just is, uh, what does your book say, Leaf? I wish it's not, to be honest... Charlabzad, it's not cooperating with me at all very well. Is it, does, it, does it even know what these creatures could be? It, it probably does. See, the thing about my book is it kind of has a mind of its own. Really? That's a shocker. I don't know if you've noticed yet. I hadn't. He said and sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> All yep. I can see is the word dryad. Do we know anything about dryads? Do I know anything about dryads? Um, both making a nature check. A nature check? Yes. So roll your 20 and add your... 22. Natural 20. Uh, you both at the same time in a simultaneous brain blast, the information about dryads flows towards you. You know these people uh, uh, generally dwell around set... Forest areas or clusters of trees, which they call their own. They generally um, are very docile creatures until you um, try to interfere with them or if you try and make them feel um, unsafe. Uh, but generally they show themselves to people they find are pleasant or of good fortune or have misery in their future. Oh, that's not good. Do you know something about dryads, do you, you two? I just see you sighing over there. They're very nice and docile as long as you don't interfere with them or anything, but they normally just show themselves to people who are nice and happy and have misery in their future. Well, we all know we have misery in our future, lads, so as long as we don't disturb them, I have no problem with them. As long as the misery in our future is sort of limited to your hangover tomorrow morning, I also have no problem with them. But I'm, uh, I'm a little concerned... It's not a great. It could uh, it could be a bad omen for yeah, our upcoming not a adventure. Good side. Would you want to go ask them then? Do you? I've already called out to them and they didn't respond. Well, I wonder why. I don't know. Feel free to walk up. You go. You go walk up, will you? That's At this fine. time, actually, one of them steps past the edge of the forest, very tentatively but very slowly. Steps past and takes another step, and is now stood about halfway between. The forest in you. She smiles very gently, very sweetly. I start snacking on my nuts and go, Hey, Chamanda's hey, up. She wants to speak to you. She wants to speak to you. I'll sort of approach very slowly, gently, hands in a neutral position. You, you walk forward and as you do, she starts walking around you very slowly, almost looking at you um, and, and sizing you up a little bit at the same time. Um, you I'm hear You hear the whispers um, slowly start to creep past you 
of Dragonborn. The slum slums. Dragon Dragon of the Slums. That be you. That be me indeed. What's she saying? She speaks of my past. Good or bad? We're just around this campfire. No need to yell. Neutral at this point. Well, she's whispering, you young... Remember... I can't hear her. Remember... Wizard? We can. We can hear you. Lives are forever in the balance. Even lives that you do not understand. Even though you may think those lives are gone. What'd she say? Lives are forever in the balance. Even lives, I think, that are gone. I I feel like she's alluding to Grant and and friends and people that I didn't know in uh, in the Holy City. Remember, those that you trust cannot always be trusted, but the reasons the reasons they do it are for their own. Be kind, Dragonborn. May you leave this forest and you will ever prosper. And at this point, she gently kisses you on the top of your nose. And then with the wind, her form and the other two dryads dissipate. What'd she say? They, uh, they made mention to um, not being always able to trust uh, those who I generally do. And that everyone acts or behaves for their own particular purpose. Brilliant. Can we go back to sleep? I guess. It's probably not a terrible idea. Is your owl still yeah, sufficiently energised? He's always sufficiently energised. I get back into I roll back over to you sleep. You go back to sleep. And the rest of your night, um, Lee, is, is quite, um, quite relaxing, um, except for Cornelius, who every now and then... Every now and then, randomly in his mind, he's, he suddenly hears, Idiot! Um, dawn comes, um, and the horses are already ready for you, waiting. There is a couple cold sausages by the fire. Um, and You're welcome. The dawn, the dawn has already been well past. Wait, we all wake up at the same time? Yes, you do. Wow, how convenient. Andy? <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> I get, I, slim I get to none, I think. I get out of bed, I point at the sun and go, look, look, an, accept, an acceptable time to wake up. Do you, do you understand what I'm okay, saying, Okay, I will guys? not wake you up in the middle of the night again. Well, don't wake me up if a druid just wants to speak about Dryad. the unforeseeable future and maybe dr- future... Dr- <coughs> Have you been nice drinking? I've got a leaf sleep stuck in my or something. I've... I, I wish I had. I tell you what, I wish I had. Right, who's ready to go? I walk over, grab a sausage, pick it up, stick it in my mouth, and head toward the horses. Phrasing. He jams that sausage in deep, takes a bite, and jumps onto his horse, Cinnamon, as they carries on into the day. You too quickly <laughs> hurry. <laughs> Pack up the rest of your things. East we must go. The horses already know, they already start trotting in the right direction. I was telling Cornelius. Great. Uh, Are we going at a fast speed or like a just a... Uh, faster than you would normally think. 
You arrive at a, a grand lodge, a house built out of red oak trees, um, perfectly crafted, all handmade. Uh, the wall is very sizable but open at the front for you to enter. Um, there are men currently r- r- coming around, getting training, um, practicing with bows and swords and spears and weapons you've never seen before. You are at what you would presume is the Lodge of the Hunters of The Shadows. Hunters of Shadows. I knew it. This must be the Hunters of Shadows, uh, gentlemen. Let's um, dismount. Let's presume so. Who was we? Oryx. We're looking for Oryx. Oryx. Right. Cool. Well, do you want to split up? I'll head this way. You go that way. You go... I'm we could go. just start by asking this uh, this strapping young lad right here. Uh, um, first guy to come past ask, us. You can ask him. I'm going to walk straight into the building. You walk straight into the building. You storm past um, and into the building. The two of you are currently left to sound stood dumbfounded outside. I would imagine they're not particularly happy about that. How long before he's dead, do you reckon? Uh, I think it's seconds as opposed to minutes. I follow in after him to make sure he doesn't die. Quickly, Colin, he just rushes past and kind of runs with this backpack, like swaying behind him, rushing through to the front doors. You see his backpack disappear. I'm still intending to speak to the these people outside, these practicing Watsits. Yeah, you find uh, a pair of uh, swordsmen practicing quite close to you. Mm. Gentlemen. I'm looking for uh, one they call Oryx. Can you help me? Oh, yeah, Oryx. Uh, yeah, just help yourself, mate. Just walk right into the building. Help yourself. Walk right in. Speak to Oryx. He should be in his chair. Fantastic. I, I very much appreciate that. I, a military man myself, I didn't want to uh, overstep any boundaries. No, no, no worries. We are the friendliest bunch of blokes around. You walk right in. You might even be able to catch part of the breakfast buffet if it's still on. Oh, I had I, I had cold sausages already, but uh, oh, we love always, a good we love a always... good cold sausage. If you know what I mean, <laughs> you would at a uh, a boys' lodge in the middle of the forest, I imagine. But um... you know, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. How's your father? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. A fireborn spelly can uh, can never be satiated. Uh, I uh, I leave these two and head inside. Leaf, you are first to see this um, great expanse of lodge. Of I was going <laughs> to say, he's first to see the breakfast bar, and he's already <laughs> snacking. There is to one side. There is a <laughs> large. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> there is a large breakfast. Uh, there's a banquet table to one side that's filled with food. Uh, men gathered around eating it. Uh, there are different people walking back and forth, doing different jobs around the place. Uh, people emptying buckets of whatever. Um, you, you see a very busy place. And then you feel a slight bump into the back of you as you feel um, the human Cornelius kind of rush into the back of you without thinking. Why'd you stop? <laughs> what do you mean, what? Cornelius, you gotta learn to you got to learn to watch where you're going, especially if there's breakfast food happening. Well, I don't know about you, but one cold sausage, not the greatest thing I've had for breakfast. Um, dig in, lad. You know, like, it's a new morning. Just dig in. Yeah, let's go into somebody else's place and steal their food. That sounds like a great idea. 
It's not stealing. Do you know what this is? No, I don't. It's a hunter's lodge. It's just to be shared. With the hunters, I'd assume. I can be a hunter. You could. I am a hunter. Wink, wink. I give him a wink. (laughs) (laughs) At this point... Twice. You gave him a wink twice. Twice, yeah. (laughs) Did he also say wink, wink? (laughs) He did also say wink, wink. Um, and then pointed out that he winked twice. Um, but he, Charlie just walked in now to see the two of them stood at the side of the buffet table, both grabbing a small plate. Are you doing anything to uh, aid us in this quest, or are you uh, primarily focused on your? Come here, army man. Come here. I like. I like. Put my finger. Like, come. Come here. Come closer. Come closer. I reluctantly make my way over to. Uh, where I'm being beckoned. I know that you're an army guy. You probably grew up in an army place. You're very strict rules. We, I grew up in the slums of uh, of Silverkeep. We've, we've been over this. I honestly probably can't remember anything you said to me in the first 48 hours we was together because I didn't give any shits, to be honest. However, look, Hunter's Lodge... Just blend in for a while, have a plate, find a drink, start mingling with people. There's no need to rush straight in here and run to someone asking them questions. They're going to think there's something wrong with you. We were given two options. We could either speak to the Prytons in Gibton or Oryx at the Hunter of Shadows, and we're trying to achieve both to hedge our bets. I, uh... I feel like we can't just spend all of our time stealing these these good folks' food. Once again, not stealing, and you just don't know how to mingle. I, I, like, turn on my heel with my plate and head in the direction of... What do I see? What can I see if I look around? Uh, you can see a couple guys with what looks to be some kind of ball designed for a beach walking outside. Uh, you see uh, there's a little bar station to one side with what looks to be lotions and hand towels and all your necessary needs. Uh, there's also, you know, bows, arrows, swords. There's an armory. There's a small blacksmith that are shirtlessly hammering um, down on an anvil. Uh, there is a small half-elf sat on a giant throne. There is um, what looks to be a couple bookcases, a library. I'm going to stop you there and say that wherever the half-elf that looks to be set on a giant throne is the direction I would like to head, please. <laughs> What's on the well, breakfast buffet? Why did you buffet? say that? Don't go, and, uh, don't go and be helping with our quest. If, uh... I take my plate of food and I head towards the, the throne, whatever... Uh, yeah, the the, it, the the hole opens up to a very wide room. Um, in the very back of it, on a little a bit of a step, um, is a giant seat that looks to be have carved out of the carcass of what looks to be possibly a dragon um, or some kind of very large animal's rib cage. Um, you see various trophies of animal hunts and creatures slain uh, displayed covenantly around the hall itself. Uh, as a small half elf. Um, very lean, uh, with slicked-backed blonde hair um, and a pink robe around him, um, lounges against the chair. I'm just going to walk straight up to him. I just walk straight up to him. I want to get as 
Do I, can I walk straight up to him? Do you I get can. stopped? You can. There's Fine. nobody in front of you. Like, you no can. in front. Of, all right, I'm just gonna walk straight up and just kind of. Is he like looking up? What's he? Where's he looking? Uh, he's he? kind of just relaxing, lounging on the uh, the throne with his head against it, not really paying attention to much, just kicking his legs. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk straight up with my plate, kind of just still chowing down, and just say morning. Well, hello there. How are you today? As he looks over. Um, in your direction with a giant grin on his face. I'm pretty good. Now... Well, that's just fabulous, isn't it? What is your name? My name? Why Why my name is important to you? I do not understand, silly Billy. You introduce yourself first. All right. My name is Brorix of Charmander, and I'm a hunter... Well, that's a silly name. It's a bit of it. You're a bit of a cutie, aren't you? Bit of a cutie. You're a bit small for a hunter, though, aren't you? You're probably a bit small to be sitting on that throne, but we're not here to to argue stature. Well, this nice throne is comfy, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm quite fond of comfy chairs too. I'll Are you? you know. That's I am. Chairs. Comfy chairs. Quite Honestly, the number one house decorator's normal forget forgotten motion. I like... have no idea how many houses I've been into without a comfy chair. You wouldn't believe the last bar I was in. Oh no, no, uh, Mister, you need to tell me the name of that bar, and we'll go sort them out. Well, unfortunately, it was probably burned to bits. Well, that's a bit hunky dory, isn't it? <laughs> um. Yes. Anyway, uh, first name basis? What's. Well, you lied to me about your first name, so I'm going to come up with a funny first name myself, aren't I? I don't (laughs) think I lied about my name at all. My name is Snuffle Grouth Marzipan. (laughs) (laughs) I turn around and look to see where the other two are. As you turn around and the other two haven't quite noticed you, you walk into what seems to have been a small mountain. Who walks into a mountain? You, you just, well, at first you think it's a small mountain until you kind of, your hands grasp up and you feel like scarred muscle, muscle and flesh and very big, almost extremely big um, as you kind of are head first in what you hope is a man's chest. Man's chest has just spawned in front of me as I've turned around. Oh, it hasn't spawned there. You probably just... As the other two of you noticed, um, while... Oh, someone's walked into me. Okay. Well, you've walked into somebody as the other two have noticed this large uh, half-orc with one missing tusk of a tooth um, stood behind him, very pale and grey-skinned. Scar tissue, most of his body and most of his head. And he's quite tall. And he's extremely tall, um, with a large great axe tied behind his back. Mm. Has stood behind you. So I bump into him. You do. I kind of back up and look up and just kind of go sorry and kind of just pat him on his on his chest there as I back up. Sorry, Colton. Who is this? Colton. That's your (laughs) name, is it? Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Oryx. I was just shining up your throne 
and this young man came on over to me and we had a fabulous time. Oryx. Oryx? I like point up at him. I've been looking for you. Oh, have you really? I have. At this I point, have he indeed. kind of like tilts his neck and like kind of you hear a couple large clacks as bones kind of like crack. Uh, is this your is this your is this your place then, Oryx? Is it? Too right, it is. This is my lodge. You're a tall fuck. Um, are you on your way to sit down at your chair then? Well, I was, but then it looked like there was a mess just in front of it, uh, and I thought I'd come and clean it up. By the mess, do you mean me? Well, looks like we got a smart one here, boys. As a couple of men have kind of gathered around you and they start chuckling. <laughs> I uh, I look across and notice that Leaf appears to be getting himself into some kind of trouble Correct. and uh, make Correct. my way uh, into the middle of it. You, you make your way over. Um, you're now stood in between this mountain of a man, Oryx, and your companion, Leaf. I make my way over, but more to the side. Oryx, we've been uh, we've been sent to find you. I told him that basically. Yeah, but you're stealing his breakfast foods. So I am Oryx. Who who's your cook here? My cook. Well, that would be Felicia. Felicia. Felicia the chef. I want you to give Felicia the biggest thanks because this has been a. This has just been a great breakfast, I'm going to be honest. Too right, it has. Fantastic breakfast. You know, you hired well with Felicia. Good job there. Yeah, there was this other cook, like this other tavern a while ago, and they said, bye, Felicia, and we said, hi, Felicia, and we welcomed her. It's always hi, Felicia. I completely understand. Oryx, could we possibly, me and my friends here, could we possibly sit down, enjoy this great food, and have a conversation with you? Well, I don't... I'm not hungry. Um, you've seemed to had your fill. And, to be uh, honest, it's quite good. I could eat some more. And uh, I'm thirsty. Do you have a drink? Uh, tankard. This time a, a small... It's almost like half a barrel. Holds it to his hand. He kind of peels the lid off with like one quick motion. Holds it out, but clearly above your head and tips it over you. I, uh, I, I kind of, <laughs> I, um, I kind of in shock for a second, but then I just think, mouth and just start trying to grab what I can as it's coming down. Uh, Your mouth feels, you slightly start to drown a little bit, so you quickly shake back. I told you we shouldn't have eaten the food. Oh, oh no, the- you're perfectly welcome to have some food, but this one's got a mouth on him. I've known him almost as long as you have, I, I'm... I'm aware of his mouth. We're uh, we're here for more than than just to steal your food. Ah, I know what you're here for. A fight! And this time he claps his hands and stomps his foot at the same time. You all feel a small shift as the floor sinks below you um, and kind of forms this circular arena almost of sorts with um, two pits of oil buried into the floor get revealed... Four spike walls kind of protrude out of each side. 
Um, you oh, for find yourself. Fake Charizard. I was trying to have a conversation with the man. I didn't do You're nagging him. Look at him. Does he look like someone you want to nag on? You had an entire tankard of beer poured upon you. I, I feel like you're Quite the one fine. that is... Uh, Oh, tank it of beer poured on me versus lowered into an oil f- battle arena. Good job. You've got this. You have to deal with this now. If he wants to duel, it's it's on you. I don't want to participate. You can handle it. You've I didn't expect it. you would participate anyway. I have complete faith in you, and I I I walked to the the edge or something. I walked to where uh, Cornelius is. Yeah, the sarcasm is noted. You walk over and Cornelius kind of shuffles to the side to give you a hand up. At this time, about 20 spears get shoved in your face. Um, I need you to make a deck saving throw for me, please, Cornelius. Dexterity, <laughs> no. 13. 13. Uh, you, as you go to reach down, Cornelius, as you go to reach down to grab his hand, um, you feel a boot get gently placed on your behind it just kind of nudge you into the actual arena you fall forward doing like a small somersault and landing like kind of awkwardly but perfectly on your feet can you believe one of those guys just kicked me in here I do believe it because you're associated with us actually and you was my way out but right tell me first before I kill you why are you here as is as well, Oryx is crunching to- yeah, you've got, you've got it. You handle it. Go ahead. Tell him why we're here. In the first instance, we were invited in by uh, by some of your recruits outside, and so I I didn't expect this as we uh, as we came to talk to you. Um, I'm I'm sorry if we have offended you in in any way, but um, we were led here or, or directed here by. The name v. forgotten. V. Who the f is that, lads? Do you remember V's Valakar. name? I, I, I'm blanking on it. Valakar. We were uh, we were directed here by Valakar. We're on a. Uh, Who's that, lads? It's like a. We were on a quest to go to the uh, to Last Man Spire to collect, get a magical staff because that's cool and stuff. What? <laughs> you runs going to the spire. Did you hear that, fellas? <laughs> he kind of like laughs. So you've come here for me to give you a hand with the last man spot. Exactly. This guy's smart. Exactly that. Please. Well, you beat me in the old fifty cuffs. I reckon I can take three at once. I'll give you a hand. At that, he raises his hand up. Uh, out of nowhere comes spiraling a great axe. Um, it is very well made. The blades of the great axe are not actually metal. It seems to be formed out of two giant tusks each side that have been sharpened and crafted as he grabs it uh, and pulls it down. I expected fisticuffs would be fisticuffs. Um, but if you're uh, if you're on with the with the axe, then uh, I get out my whips. You can pull out your whips, and he kind of su- surprise across his face, and then all of a sudden, it's replaced by confidence as he goes, 
I play with those for fun. And he charges forward. Uh, I will get everybody to roll the initiative for me. Okay, as you rush into battle, Cornelius, you are the first person to react. What would you wish okay, to do? Do I get the impression they'd be uh, angry if I use magic? Uh, no, it seems to be uh, no hold bar. Cool. Uh, so where, uh, how far away is he from us? So he would be about 30 feet away. Oh, no, not 30 feet, sorry, uh, 10 feet away. It's a very small, like, arena. Okay, well, I get behind the other two and I cast... Oh, <laughs> I cast uh, Mage Armor on myself. You cast Mage Armor on yourself? Sure thing. Okay, so you, you feel the rush of energy, the flow around you, forming this ethereal armor. Um, blue energy wraps around you, preparing to fight. Uh, do you want to move or anything? I'm behind the other two. Behind the other oh, two? Oh, no, you're behind... Like uh, the furthest yeah, away behind. You. That's fine. Yeah, you're like the furthest away yep. possible. Leaf, it's your turn. Are there so? Are there the spiky ones? Like, are they like pointing actually inwards? Yes, they're pointing inwards too. They're like giant walls of block and then a wall of spikes. Okay, well, I want to move in front of the the spikes that are furthest away from me. Like, yeah, so there. These ones? No, these no, ones? like that one. Yeah, yeah. You want to move in front of there and then just kind of yell at him, "Hey, dumb!" Fuck. And then I want to prepare the dodge out of the way if he charges at me. Sure, uh, okay. I'm going to get you to make, just for that, just make a um, intimidation roll for me. 16. 16? Yes. Uh, you see this look of confusion as he looks over to you, quickly get re replaced with pure rage um, as he stares into you, stares at you. Um, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I'm just okay. standing there, and brace, ready. Prepare the dodge action? Yeah. Um... Right, so, then it's his turn as he charges on over to you. Full pelt of steam charges on up. I'm going to get you to roll a dexterity check for me. I'm doing this specially. I'm going to do this special. 11. He brings down his axe, um, striking you, but at the same time ripping his arm into the spikes, dealing 8 damage to him. See that? See that, guys? Smarts. As you, as you start bragging, you feel the back of his axe hit into the, your side. Uh, as you do, you feel uh, the back of the blade hit you in the side, uh, dealing five damage to you. Oh, well, we're still smart. Still smart, just still that smart. You know, like, that was smart, but that's smart. You know okay, that's saying? the end of his turn. Charlidris, it's your turn, sir. I'm a yolo the f*** out of it, and... Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to run up behind him yep. and uh, take two big, long slashing whips into his back. Yep, you run up and as you, you unravel your whips, you spin them into a fury. You go down to lay them into his back. Because he's so distracted, you get advantage on these hits. So roll the d20 dice, take the highest number. So my first one is 20. 16. Will be a hit on both. Roll your damage. Five. And seven. You see, you open up large gashes across his back. Uh, as you hear... As he cuts in and roars with rage, um, dealing a decent amount of damage to him with your attack. Would you like to do anything else? I'm going to sort of leap across to the other side of the pit in in the hopes that I have... Uh, I have attracted his attention away from the other two and towards so me. So you want to... 
leap to like here somewhere. Please, yeah. You manage to um, you leap over. You manage to keep with some some lucky way. You manage to keep the uh, tip of your tail out of the burning hot oil in the pit below. Oh, it's oil! I thought it was spikes. No, oh, the spikes are on the wall. Oil spikes are on the wall. Um, as that is the end of your turn, Cornelius. Well, that you could have gone badly. <laughs> Uh, so if he gets pushed, if I use a spell that pushes him back ten feet, would he go into the oil or? He he would indeed. Great. Uh, so I move over a little bit, like so I'm in line with him. So he'll go, he'll move back that way. <laughs> <laughs> you move between him and the oil pit. No. Oh no, but with him between you and the yep. oil pit. And then I'll cast thunder wave, and I uh, sculpt the spell so uh, leaf isn't affected by it. So you manage to you you. Pull down your staff and you actually hit it against the floor, creating these energy waves. Um, Leaf, as you see the energy waves flying towards you, they kind of shift and mold around you into a protective cocoon almost. I put my um, hands up and I'm like, oh, oh God. As the energy waves hit him, the half orc like digs in his heels and slams down the axe and braces against it, not moving a muscle. Uh, you still get to do your damage though, he just takes half. Uh, as you you still see the like the sound waves like cut into his skin um, but he does not move a, an inch oh crap I can move next to the uh, like next to the pit like opposite me like go around him uh, go around him so you want to go here no like up further like further yeah. away yeah that one yep he will get a chance to attack you yep yep as you dash around him uh, he swings out with his great axe at you and completely misses you kind of matrix star slide underneath the blade swing and keep running uh, and stop yourself just before the pit I turn around I cast uh, Eldrip Brast Eldrip Brast Blast you couldn't have ruined that word <laughs> Eldrip <And> Brast <laughs> Eldrip Brast look I had a whole keg of something poured on me you hear them yelling. <laughs> what you might think was Eldritch Blast. Yeah. As Eldritch Blast. Uh, <laughs> roll your attack. Four. You bust, You send the blast flying from your hand. The two of you see this purpley energy matter ball just fly through. Smack him in the chest. Continuing to like shred his skin more. Providing new cuts over the old flesh wound. Uh, over the old scar um, tissue. Uh, as he kind of steps back but keeps on his position um, very shocked by the damage that was inflicted upon him his turn as he turns writes himself and then looks over at this puny wizard nice uh, you see him go almost very red in the face uh, his old his skin kind of like collects together as he like puts his whole force and energy behind these, this attack. Um, giving him advantage on the attack. So, altogether, that'll be a 23 to yeah, hit. Yeah, that hits. Which I'm pretty pretty sure that hits pretty an sure, Ashley. Yeah. Um, so, one Ashley takes... One Ashley takes seven damage as the um, armor dissipates around the strike, reforming as soon as it hits, but you feel the blade cut against your skin, dealing that seven damage to you. Uh, I'm going with the safe option and walking around the pit of oil um, behind him to go again for the uh, the double lash lash. Yep. 
do it again. Roll twice for each one. And with that, he drops to one knee, spits out blood out of his mouth. <laughs> I've not had a scrap in a long time as good as that one, my boys. Good to know. <laughs> he like slaps you on the back. I uh, I put my whips away and give him a, an old double slap on the back, and uh, and grab him by one shoulder. Oh, oh, he's like you, you, you've got a bit of a stretch to get to him, but you've got him. Oh, well done, my boys. Let's just go. <laughs> Come on, let's drink and be merry. He stomps his foot on the floor. Oh, I'm so glad you said drink. <laughs> In a fucking cup, please, the Oryx. Rises up, um, and Mitch's and goes back to normal. He kind of limps with you back, offers you a chair to one side, Chalidris, and then sits on the throne. Um, the wounds on him almost seem to heal up by themselves slowly um, as he sits down. <laughs> Bring on the beverages! As this time, um, a tankard of ale is placed in front of you, Chalidris, placed in front of you, Cornelius. And then you leave a single large glass of clear liquid is placed in front of you. What the fuck is this? That's exactly what you need, my boy! <laughs> what is it? Well, drink it and find out! I take a sip. It is clear, refreshing water. H2O. <laughs> <laughs> this is f***ed, Oryx. I'm hurting here. You just stuck a fucking axe into my back and you have the nerve to give me f***ing water? You made me run into spikes. Your mate hit me with dragon head whips. Your friend tried to push me in hot oil. You hit me with some kind yeah, of purple yeah, magic. but Oryx, who started the fight? The trash that was sitting in front of my throne. Well, that's your servant, and you put him there to clean your chair, I heard. How dare you, sir? He no, was shut up. He was I was talking trying to be about nice. you. Shush, Everett, shut he up. Was I was having a nice leaf. morning. Leaf. I was eating some f***ing food, leaf. and now I've got no egg grog. I've got a wound on my back. I had a great breakfast. I can't even get some f***ing food. I, I, who's, who's sitting next to me? Leaf. Concede, drink <laughs> the water, then I'm Cornelius, sure you I grab, I grab Cornelius's drink and just start sculling it. I strike it out of his hand. Am I close enough to do that? Uh, you don't need to, because as um, it does, Cornelius, uh, he grabs it, starts drinking it. The quick, sweet honey and nectar taste of ale does not hit your lips. What? Cold, splashing water. <laughs> Drips out of the tankard and into your mouth. The the glass that was that was originally sat in front of you has been pushed to one side and placed in front of Cornelius, frothing with ale. I slam as, the glass as down. A half elf is snickering to one side of you. <laughs> I slam <laughs> it down and go. I f- <laughs> magic. I can do magic. <laughs> I f- magic. <laughs> Oi! Shut up. And I just death staring. Uh, at that, he death stares you back. The sassiest death stare and walk combination you've ever had. Walks past, looks at Cornelius and goes, Now, darling, I see you got a bit lashed up in that one. May I please mend your wounds oh, for you, Oh, that'd my be love? awesome. Thank you very much. No worries. Thank you so much. I love- You are so strong. You were so brave in that Thank fight you. at that time. 
I thought the so. Half elf, the half-elf places a hand on your wound, and suddenly you feel the flow of magic is like the wound like knits itself back to and gives you back your full health and any damage you receive. Awesome. How gone. did you do that? Well, you know, being a bit of a druid has its perks. You know, you get all the woodland creatures and cuddlies around you. That's fascinating. Yes, yes, it is. What is what's your problem with this guy, Leaf? I've no problem. I've no problem with anyone. I've no problem with anyone here until I started getting hidden with axes and I started getting my food taken away and I started receiving water instead of hell. <gasps> Honey, do you need your wounds healed up? I see you've got a boo-boo or two. Actually I do. Okay, give me just a second. And then rubs his uh, hands together. Rubs his hands together. And then magically in his hands forms some white bandages that he drops in your lap and walks away. I hate you all. I hate you Those all. Those are good Cornelius. quality bandages. Cornelius. Now, my friends. I'm out. What are we here for? How can I be of a service? Something about the spire. <laughs> Oryx, there was... Uh... That was quite the spar, and, uh, and and I really appreciate getting a, a stretch of the legs um, after the uh, the day's ride we have had. We're uh, we're out to collect a staff that is held in the spire, and I'm told oh. you might be able to help us. Well, yeah, we'd be able to get those witch bitches, uh out of there. Like we love to do it. We've tried a couple times. One of my best men. Just tried last week. Uh, what, why is it? Uh, why is it your men have not been successful as yet? Uh, the witches also seem to have always always uh, a leg up. Uh, they have small armies of minions around. Uh, they have brought together a powerful coven. When they're on their own turf, they are buggers to kill. When they're on their own turf. They formed it for how they like. They know all the secret passages. Mm. They know how to hide. It's. Do you have any ideas how we might uh, how we might fight them off their own well, turf? Well, have you tried to uh, get them out of the spire? Uh, they're not dumb enough to do that. They don't go running into things that'll possibly kill them. Oh, we should learn to be a witch, eh? Anyway, <laughs> now. What I can offer you, because I presume you're here to ask for my help. We certainly are, good sir. You do me a favour when you're in there, and I will uh, I will create a diversion and a distraction for you at the front of the spire to get the main the major parts of their forces out. What is it you need? I mentioned to you earlier one of my best hunters went in there last week. He is a tough son of a bitch. So... I would like you to go save my best friend, Rurdak. Rurdak? Rurdak, yes. The f***ing hill dwarf thought he could take on the place by himself. That's crazy. I, don't, you're telling me. I am the sanest person he knows and he wouldn't listen to me. Dwarves. I know. Almost as bad as crazy house elves. Sorry, Carlton. House elves. House elves? I oh, mean half do- elves. Oh, Dobby over him, here. I call him a house elf because sometimes he hangs around the house a lot. He doesn't do much. We just keep him here for the perks. Likes makes, to polish your handles. Makes, makes a mean sex on the beach, though. And the drink, too. 
I don't get that reference. Oh, this hunter's lodge. You, child, you shouldn't. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, Orica, are you uh, are you able to tell us anything of the Prytons, uh, and and where we might find, I believe, the town of Gimpton? Oh, Gimpton, yeah, that's uh, that's just to the west over the ridge. It'll take you about a couple hours to get there. Uh, the Prytons, yeah, they came to us when it originally got uh, but we couldn't help them then. The, uh, when when old... what originally got? Sorry, the, the spire. Uh-huh. This place has been around for years, and the note taken. Uh, and so, you know, this, the new Priton that's currently lived there, he's a bit of a queer fellow, you know, a bit of an odd one. But if you, if you find him to the south of their town in a little house, you should be able to, uh, drum up a good bar. How do we need to let you know, um, when we're ready for your distraction at the Spire? Well, darling, just sing a little bird tune and we'll be ready. Will an owl tune suffice? I'll, uh, if you, can I meet the owl? I'd love to get to know somebody before. Cornelius, I... Cornelius, bring, uh, old... I make Benedict appear. Bendy wings out, yeah. Benedict appears, wings out, almost like being fabulous and being, like, just presenting. He, like, flies down and perches on the edge. Oh, my God, he is such a little darling! Oh, my goodness, just look at his little wings. And Carlton then proceeds to, uh... Proceed to, you know, make sure the feathers are okay and have a good weird chat with little chirping noises himself uh, with the owl. Fantastic. Now that now the two of you are acquainted and uh, and as are we, um, we'll be on our way if that if that's all right. Um, unless it's the time of day for a rest and we should stay here for a bit. Well, you got no time like the present. Get the fuck there and do your job! Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, you funny bugger dragonborn. Taking a rest after a petty squabble. You should be ready for 20 more of those. I am. That you are. I was, uh, I was checking with the team. Yeah, we can go. They appeared to say nothing. We should head out and get back on our horses. I've just been scrib- I've just been scribbling in my book the entire time they've been talking. <laughs> uh, you've you um, as you're walking out, the crowd gathers to see you off. Um, I'll get you to make a perception check. Just leave. Thirteen. Thirteen. You feel gently a small hand is placed on your back as like a brushing motion almost, um, and you feel your wound completely close and heal. I just kind of... I just note it, know what it probably is, and just keep walking. Just keep walking? It is west we must go to Gibton. I'm sure these horses will know. Yes, yes. That's a fair point. They uh, they seem to be pretty pretty good, like like magical or something. I jump. I just jump on cinnamon. You jump on cinnamon. And you ride off. Yeah, I'll jump on Roach and follow him. <laughs> I don't know if your horse was actually named Roach, but <laughs> I don't know what name it had. But I'm is calling that it Roach is you now. have named him Roach. Okay, <laughs> I'm calling every horse Roach. Oh, you're doing that trick. No, I just get on nutmeg and we go. <laughs> Nutmeg. Get the brush nutmeg <laughs> as you fly off into the. Well, you've got cinnamon. 
<laughs> cinnamon and nutmeg kind of makes sense. Yeah, cinnamon, sure. nutmeg, and roach. roach. <laughs> yeah. You uh, you ride forward. The the horses go much faster this time after a rest. The world blurs into a like a green um, swirl around you as you stop all of a sudden outside a small shack. Um, the the city the town seems to be just in, to um, your left, uh, just down a small hill. But you're positioned outside of a small yet regal looking shack. Cool. Do we have like a game plan or something before we go in? Honestly, yeah. if there's booze or food. Or anything in there, I'm down for it. And I'm currently not in the mood to meet new people because the last lot annoyed me. So I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't intrigued by this little shack. All right, well, I'm going to get off my horse and start walking towards the shack. You walk forward into the uh, the small small shack with the small bit of garden around it. Um, the door has a giant golden door knocker. It's like it's like they've put glitter on a turd. This house this house is summarized by putting glitter on a turd. Like it's a, it's a crappy ramshackle shack, shack but it's can got I see some a little door? I'm pardon. Can I see a door? You can. Look, there's a door with yeah, a big golden a door with a gold big knocker. Golden knocker. I, I run up and it. grab the knocker and I relatively gently knocker on the door expecting that uh, the door will fall over if I actually put as you knock, you can you can honestly feel how fragile um, the uh, the knocker is. Is you hear some ruffling around it? Just a moment, just a moment. As uh, the door swings open, why hello there? Welcome to the Brighton residence. As um, a very young man, slender, uh, dressed in a small jacket. Um, opens the door and kind of bows his head with a very up, uh, upper standing member of society. Yes, righto. How can we be of service here at the Pritons? I, 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 I walk up next to Charmelazard and I, I tap him on the shoulder and go, isn't that handy? The horse has stopped right at the Pritons. Hello there, I am, um, uh, uh, Winifred, Winifred, the long-standing butler of Lord Pryton himself. Is Lord Pryton in today? Why, yes, he is currently in his smoking parlour. Does he take guests unannounced? Right this way. Thank you very much. I just begin following him inside. Can I do an inside check? Did you enter this... Inside yeah. check. Okay, if he's sure. like genuine or not, or if he's like yeah, sure. Uh, twenty. Twenty. Um, you can tell the voice is put on. <laughs> um, you can tell it's very odd. He honestly wants you to bring you in and to meet Lord Brighton, um, but there's something a bit weird going on here. I just look at him strangely and walk follow. Walk away. They're just in a small, dingy room uh, with very nice furniture. Very, like, the, the chairs look um, like in their prime or when they were first created, they would have been the comfiest chairs. But they've currently, they've got, like, cushion missing out of it. Like, they're stitched up and patched together. Um, they're missing sections. Please take a seat and I shall grab the Lord for you. Which way did, uh, which way did those guys enter the house? Through the door. Through the door, and which way then? Right. 
I turn left. Turn left? Uh, there's no left. I go straight. There's, just a, there's a wall. Uh, straight in front of you, you see an old, dank, dirty kitchen. Go and have a quick squiz in the kitchen. Sure. Roll a perception that's a, check. That's a natural 20. You find a pile of small pile of dishes. You find a lump of cheese. You find a collection of sausages with a loaf of bread sat next to it. Uh, you find uh, what looks to be a small house of uh, a small hole for a little mouse has come out about. Uh, you find a very untidy, unkept kitchen. Is there opportunity for me to walk through the kitchen to where everybody else is? Uh, yes, there is. Yeah, because yeah. it joins and you enter through a different door. Okay, I'll 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 join them and and remark on um, how this isn't much of a house for a lord. The lord's stately home is currently under repair. We are currently in his holiday home. Please allow me to go get the lord and tell him of your presence. I thought you'd already left, and I was remarking that to my friends as opposed no, to no. Our host. I was I was stood here waiting for your arrival. Oh, fantastic! So, so, so the butler walks away. Uh, just at that point, the butler walks away from the door that you guys said you Ashley, uh, you Leaf, and Cornelius had entered from. Comes um, another man in a red jacket um, with his hair kind of rustled to one side. Hello. My name is Lord Brighton. At your services. Hello, Lord Brighton. How are you today? I am fantastic, good boy. Thank you very much. I have not seen Winifred since some time. Did you know where he went? The kitchen, I think. Right, I will be with you in just a second. Be right back. Okay. Could I in. roll a perception check? <laughs> Is it the sure. same guy? <laughs> <laughs> roll with advantage. 22. 22? <laughs> same man. Ruffled up hair. Different coloured jacket. I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I nudge Leaf with my elbow and go, I'm pretty sure that's the same guy. At this point, all of a sudden, a little out of breath, Winifred walks back in the room, hair smothered down quickly, a little bit of sweat on his brow. Um, I am sorry. I cannot find the Lord at the moment. He may be walking the gardens. Can you just go check out the gardens for us then? We really want to speak to the Lord. Excellent. I will go check the gardens for the Lord. As he walks away, I want to, I want to like answer, answer Cornelius back, and I kind of just go, "I know it's great, isn't it?" <laughs> as, as at this point, more sweat dripping out his hair. His hair is now ruffled in a red jacket. Oh, I say that Winifred has gotten away from us again. Well, that we may we sit and relax and discuss what you have come calling for. Do you have? We certainly have haven't come for a to drink. Do you have something to drink, sir? Before we chat, I like to have a chat over a drink. Looking slightly annoyed. Um, um, yes, of course. I will grab Winifred for you uh, and see you. if he can provide us with refreshments. Thank you. You now hear the footfalls of the man rushing around the house, around into the kitchen you once saw her back. Yes, the master found me in the gardens looking for him. 
He said you would like some refreshments. We would love some refreshments. What do you have? Do you have do you have an alcoholic beverage? Uh I would have to check with the Lord to see if he could have some of your private stash. Please do, that would be great. Excellent. I will go find my lord. Thank there is, you. There's, there's no need to bring the lord back in here to discuss this. You, you're welcome to discuss He's with the lord. He's gone at this point and back in in a red jacket. Back... <laughs> oh, I say, I cannot find that Winifred came to discuss with me. You needed a beverage. Yep. Please. Well, we do not have any of my stores left in this holiday home. It is such a shame. I just stand up. I just stand up and go, right, well, this was a waste of time, then let's go. Do you not have any of your <laughs> magical tea left that you can, you can drink Don't you have to a satiate flask? your need? I do, but I'm saving it. Uh, Winifred, or Lord, or... I am clearly the Lord. Winifred looks much different to I. He prefers to keep his hair straight and crip and proper <sighs> and wears a black jacket of sorts. I, I was going to say, I, I apologise, I noticed the, the difference in hair. And you know what did, I, you know what did. I, here's what I want to do. I want, I want to, wa- while he's standing there talking, I want to walk into the opposite room, mm-hmm. and I want, <laughs> I want to walk into the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I want to cask, I want to use my mask of many faces to pretend to be whatever the f*** <laughs> that one is. <laughs> 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 black jacket slung on the floor mm-hmm. um, you put on your mask of many faces to disguise yourself perfectly yeah. as the same gentleman but with the right figure uh, and you place the j- black jacket on yeah I walk back into the room and just kind of stand next to the stand next to which one am I you're Winifred Winifred. <laughs> you're Winifred Winifred no 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 helping him no helping him this is unless you two just whispered you're Winifred. <laughs> no, you're Winifred, as, I whispered. Oh, as, Winifred! As, as, what a surprise no, to see you. As yes, you see Winifred walk back in in the direction and the Lord at the same time. Um, 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 um. Oh, and he faints. Oh, for <laughs> sake. I was sure it was the same person, but clearly it's not the same person. There's, I, I apologise. Oh dear, lads, you've made him faint. Is, is, has he got a health condition or something? He actually does. Oh no! I roll. Uh, oh, I roll, I'm going to have to call the city guards. There may have been a murder. Oh, that, that is unnecessary. That, that, that definitely hasn't been a murder. <laughs> no, you two are going to have to stay here. I roll a perception check. I'm to going see to if have okay. to get the city guards. Yep, you roll a perception <laughs> check. Fourteen. Um, yeah, no, he, he's fine. He's breathing. He's fine. He's breathing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're, you're lucky then. Winifred, our, uh, our, our good friend, uh, Leaf, I'm not entirely sure where he went, was, was after I passed drink. him on the way out and he headed into town on his horse. I d- <laughs> that does sound like I him. I prefer that he didn't. I, I expect that you have something to drink and that hopefully he will make his way back and 
it would be nice if we could have him a beer ready when he uh, when he returns. I, I I walk back into the kitchen and take off the coat and walk back in his leaf. You walk back in his leaf. I could not find sweet these guys. Hey, can you believe Winifred and this guy not the same person? Oh yeah, he what happened to him? And I like point. I point at it. The, I don't know. I he just sort of fainted. Is he dead? Did you kill him, Charles Malazar? Did you oh, kill him? Oh, I didn't oh. touch him. Why? Why are you blaming me? I've been trying to find a drink for you to to. What happened? You just sort of fainted. He he wakes up as he seems startled. What happened here? It appears you passed out, my lord. Oh, I say, I do not... I don't know what happened to me. Neither neither do we. Um, are, are you feeling all right? Uh, yes, I am far fine. Well, we were, uh, we were hoping that you might be able to help us. We've, uh, we've been sent to reclaim the staff atop the spire... I believe that has some some significance, familial significance. To well, you. that is my family home. The spire is your home. Yes, it used to be a century ago. Now, is this the holiday home? This is the holiday home. That's the old. This is the As holiday compared home. compared to the regular house. Yes, this is where we holidayed. So you've been on but permanent you live here holiday full time now. Well, we're on an extended holiday currently. Okay, okay, good, good to ascertain that. Is there like a, a set, can I? What are we sitting on? Well, there's like crappy furniture. Like this is crappy like, furniture. It's like fancy but crappy at the same time. I like walk up to him and just kind of pull him down and sit him in. I want to sit him into a seat and just go, look, cut the crap. It was funny for a while, but we know you, you're, you're the two, you're the two people. What? I'm confused. I saw them both in the same room at the same time. They clearly can't be two people. Sorry, Leaf, but you disappeared somewhere for a second, but it happened, didn't it, Charlie? That, that was me, you dickhead. I was just f***ing with you, and it was quite funny, to be honest. That makes a lot of sense. That sounds exactly like something you would do. It is something I would do, because I just did it, and boy, did I get a laugh off the look of you two chaps' faces. Now, this guy has been changing uniforms the entire time we've been here, and at first it was quite funny... I found it quite funny. However, anyone who's not dumb as shit gonna walk into a house that looks like it's made out of sticks and stones with some guy claiming to be a lord came in for a laugh and the jig's up. All right, come on, Priton, Priton. Um, you, how dare you, sir? I, I, if I was in my home... Sit the fuck down, not- Priton. Um, okay... We are here to help you get rid of the witches from your home. Okay, Take yes. the staff, and then maybe you can have it back once we leave. And you can stop living in this place playing William Bateman with your outfits. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. What? Weckle and what's the Hyde? Old wives' tales we've heard from back in our I don't know. Towns. The yeah. Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, never had two that people. The operatic phantom. <laughs> <laughs> you come from some dark, dark places. We actually do. Now, do you have any <laughs> significant information about your king <laughs> homeland? The pie. Oh, suppose I can talk in my normal voice now. 
Okay. Um, well, there's a book over there. I suppose you could have that. Cornelius. Um, books. He's the best reader. Yeah. I, I like point at Cornelius and flick my fingers and say, like, go get the book. Oh, you see a large, like, red leather-bound book with gilded golden writing. Um, it seems to be a family history of the Prytons and their family home, the last spy. I only passingly listen to the rest of the conversation. I just start reading. Do you have anything else? Your lordship? Well, with a bit of a renovation fund, uh, I could discuss with you the location of the secret family vault. Are you seriously trying to get, get us to give you money to help clear your place so you can go home? No, it's just a renovation fund for my holiday home here. Um, and I will provide you the secrets to my family vault. How much are you I talking? Could, um, let's say 150 gold. Help the man with, with what he needs. I'm, I'm sure we will come across um, enough to repay you on our, our travels. Does, can I, does, does, this guy seems dumb, right? He does. Um. <laughs> can, what, you didn't say that out I, loud, did you? I, No, I didn't say that out loud. No, we, we whispered think, that to one I'm, another. No, I'm just thinking. I'm speaking okay. out. I'm just, just going to think out loud. What could I, what, we step into the kitchen and I say, I want to give him, or I don't want to give him the amount of money he wants. We can give him some gold, but I think he's thick enough to believe a smaller sack is enough. To Have I it. found anything interesting in this book yet? <laughs> uh, there is a map of the ground. Does it include a there... map of where the secret boss is? <laughs> it doesn't. It does include a secret passageway into the house. Which house? From... The spire? The spire. So it seems to go from a graveyard into the great hall. I say, how much money do you have, Charmelazard? Uh, I've got 190 gold pieces. You give me 50, I'll take 50, we'll put him into a pouch, we'll give him 100. It'll feel heavy enough to trick him. I think he's thick enough. I don't think he knows really what gold is, so I tend to agree. Let's do it. Can we can we search around the kitchen for something that we can put the like fifty each into? Like a yeah, there's like a small black sack. Sure, we put fifty each into the black sack. Fifty each, so mark off fifty each. Mm-hmm. And I'll take it back into him. Uh, he's now got a small table in front of him. He's moved and he's opened up some sheets of parchment and a couple. It's a couple knickknacks on it in front of him. Couple uh, is he in? What are the knickknacks? Uh, they're just little, like, cups, a little, uh, like, there's a deck of cards. What's there's, the parchment? There's just blank parchment that looks like he scribbled on every now and then, but it doesn't look anything important. What is this? Oh, I thought I'd put together one of my games while we waited. What is the game? What uh, are it's you a game waiting of chance. For? I like chance. Game of chance, where, uh, I will pop down my own bag of a hundred gold that I have, and you put your bag of 200 gold down. We put them into my cups. Uh, if you pick which one uh, is left, then you can, like, you pick the right cup. There's only going to be two cups. You pick the one, you get the bag that's underneath. I'll play this game. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Can't lose. Um, I said to myself. <laughs> the, uh... Pops a, pops a bag in his uh, 
thing and then pops a uh, a bag down. Um, and he he offers you a cup to pop yours into. Yeah, I put it under the cup. Put it down or whatever. He tips it over uh, and starts spitting it around, spiraling in his hands. Uh, his hands it. move really creakly. Uh, I'm gonna make you make a make a perception check. I'm paying high attention. He fumbles every now and then and almost drops one of the cups and keeps going. Speaking around, it looks very awkward while doing this. You manage to keep perfect attention because he's not very good. You manage to keep perfect attention of exactly where your bag is. Um, and then you he stops a cup and, well, player's choice. So I, can, I know exactly where my one is and his Yes, one. yes. My one was 100, his was 100. 100, 100. 100 yep. I think really hard about it. Yeah. Pretending. Yep. Oh, I've got you with this one. I know. I know. I'm gonna take this one and I and I I go to where his is. You pick that one? Oh oh, 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 Sorry, I mean yes, you can have that one. Yes. I don't know what you're so excited about. I pick um, it. No, no reason. I pick up the gold and... You pick up the badge, yeah? yeah. And you Does that weigh it in my hand, yep. kind of? Weighs perfectly the same. Weighs exactly as like your... I act, I act like it's a, a lot less. Yep. I go, oh, I think this one's yours. Oh, it is, it is. I got you, got you in that one. Well, fair's game's fair's game, sir. You can... Yes, yes. I will give you your information and you can use your 100 gold to uh, win for the night. Yeah. Um, Disappointing, but I'm happy to have the knowledge. You, you are. Uh, in my father's library, uh, you will read... Open the book of the ballerina's tale, my favourite childhood story, uh, and you will find... The vault within. Where's the where's the library? Cornelius, you know exactly where the library is based on the maps. Cool. It's up second floor. Um, it's not too hard to get to from the Great Hall. Cornelius, have you found anything helpful in that book? There's a map. That's helpful, right? Does it what say is- where a library is? Yeah, there's a library on the second floor. Uh, is there anything else in the book about maybe the witches and how they took over the keep? There's a lot of in the book. Um, you're probably going to have to take a couple hours to okay. read it. Yeah. I just walk out. I got no time for this guy. It was very nice to meet you. And then I walk out as well. I suppose we've stolen his book, have we? Yep. Oh, I'm taking this, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, have it, have it. I've got my pay. <laughs> you're, uh, you've been incredibly helpful and, uh, and this is very much appreciated. Um, I'm not saying we'll seek seek compensation if we do manage to uh, banish the witches from the spire, but uh, but we expect to see you in the future. Yes, very very much, Charmelian on. Appreciate it. Uh, Bossing the move back out onto the horse. You must move as you walk out. You roll a perception check for me. Who me? Yep. Twenty. Twenty. Uh, you hear. You hear the words a little bit of a different voice this time. Good luck at the Abbey. <laughs> what was that? Uh, there's nobody left in the room. Uh, I'm going to head outside and, uh, and meet with the guys. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you are all stood outside. So what was the thing I with think, the cups? Uh, I wasn't really paying attention. I'll tell you what Cornelius, and I'll tell you right now. No, as you learn no, don't, no, as no, don't, kid, don't tell him now. Don't tell him now because old douchebag McGee inside is going to hear us. I don't doubt. We should get on our horses, continue toward the spire, and then we can discuss. Oh, I just whisper, he got And I get on my horse and say, let's go, Cinnamon. You get on your horse and you ride towards the destination of the spire. Yeah! The horses start yeah. leading you into a direction. <laughs> About halfway into... Um, into the ride leaf, you feel, as the sun sets over the sky, you feel the book rattling around in your bag. I say, oh, so now you want to be restless, and I, like, reach around to my back and grab, and you grab it out. out. Yeah. It flies open to a page, and in gilded writing, it says, check the bag, idiot. I sigh, and I, I reach back, and I just fiddle around looking for something that's odd or not supposed to be there. Uh, so you, 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 not the page then reach out, not that bag, the coin purse you stole, and in stole is quotation marks. Uh, I open the coin purse. You open the coin purse, you find golden coins, but instead of the fine gold you're used to and your eyes quickly match to it, these coins are finely painted rocks. Just ordinary rocks. You can see the, the gold like chip away from them. Um, and embossed on one side of each coin is the smiling face of one lord you just walked away from. I just like sigh and then I like laugh and go, well, and I just think to myself, well, well played. And I just put, I chuck them in my backpack. You chuck them in your backpack. Can I get my, uh, my 50 coins back? Remember how we both put 50 coins in and we should both expect 50 coins back? Yeah, well, we got... F- <coughs> what do you mean? I mean, we got... F- <coughs> he, he, there's, I got... These aren't real gold. What that, What do you mean they're not real gold? They're coins with smiling faces on them. It's pretty good for a dumb guy. Pretty good. Like, like chocolate coins? Or no, just like, I do don't know. Like bronze, wooden. I don't really know. Ugh. Either way, you're out 50, I'm out 50. Nah, <coughs> We was willing to lose 50 each to begin with. This is true. We was just going to give him 100 and just be dumb with it. We played the silly game. Now I've got some smiling coins. You also both go to check your coin purses. You're also missing probably an extra 50 each. I got nothing. I just lean back on my horse, close my eyes. Settle in for the ride. And with that, you hear a laugh on the wind as you ride off into the night. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why my coin purse stays on my hip at all times. If I were you, I would not get into gambling with random strangers. Especially if that stranger's me. Our adventurers now continue on to the last man's spire, to dive deep into its catacombs and to travel through finding the truth of their quest. Many mysteries still lie before us. The only thing we can do is come back next week for the Tales of Theldon to begin again. The Tales of Theldon is an Explosion Network production. 
written by Karen Marchant, world and scenario by Karen Marchant, played using 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons, sound mixing and post-production by Dylan Blight, music and sound effects resources available at explosionnetwork.com, cast of characters, Dylan Blight as Leif Estelle, Ashley Hobley as Cornelius Bannister, Thomas Marshall as Chalidrus, with Kieran Marchant as the Dungeon Master.